everybody, welcome to Optional Opinion here on Bosch Brush Gaze. I'm your host, ADV. Thank you guys for tuning in. Have a great show planned for everybody. Man, it's definitely been a long time. Happy New Year to everybody who is hearing this episode. Uh, sorry that I have been away for so long, but I promised you guys I will be back uh, with regular episodes to give to you guys. Uh, I literally have been busy. Uh, you can probably hear right now that my nose is kind of stuffed up, so I'm going to sound kind of weird at the moment. But even in the state that I in, I really want to give you guys a great show. Uh, hopefully that you guys will enjoy the things that are coming through the rest of the year uh, here on Optional Opinion. So, if you guys have kind of seen uh, the topic, it's going to be kind of interesting. Uh, it's one that I've been wanting to kind of talk about for a while. Uh, it's kind of been on my not, on my mind for a little bit. Uh, so, today's episode, Can a Game Trigger Something in You? And this is more about you know, you kind of reacting to something that you come across in a game or something that, you know, unexpectedly happens and you just automatically react without even thinking about it. So, uh, certain things to look at uh, before we get more into it. Uh, sometimes people have anxiety and this is kind of like feeling nervous, feeling fearful when they're playing horror games. And try to be like, what is this jump scare? Uh, is it something that I should be afraid of or anything like that? Uh, so, you know, some people get anxious and they get like very, you know, tight and everything. Or they just put the controller down, cut the game off, be like, no, 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 I don't want to deal with this. Uh, there's something about that that, you know, survival horror games do. Even though it is fictional, it kind of sometimes resonate in some people's minds where it may stick with them if they go to sleep or you know they start hearing sounds around in the area of their house or hotel room or wherever they're at uh, especially with PSVR like if you take Resident Evil 7 for instance some people might not be able to do that game because they might feel like that it's too real even though it is just a simulation of a visual in a 3D space, in a sense, you know, um, it's not actually real. It's just something that you are feel like you're in that actual place, even though you're not there. Uh, epilepsy. Um, not going to spend too much time on it. You know, convulsions and uh, seizures and things like that. You know. People can remember one of the episodes of Pokemon when the, when the screens was turned blue and red really fast. People started having uh, epileptic seizures and fortunes and stuff like that. Uh, so sometimes some games, they'll be, they will warn or they won't put it in there, but they will warn that, hey, it has this in it. If you are epileptic, uh, please do not play this game. Or stuff like that. Or pause it or walk away. Do not look at the screen because it's happening. Uh, sorrow. Definitely, of course, no explanation, explanation there. When you're feeling sad. Uh, something that just happened that you didn't expect uh, caught you. And, you know, you emotionally just feel saddened by it. To the point where you're crying. You're saying, no, 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 no. You can't be doing this. Like, there's a story point in the game that emotionally just affects you in that way. Um, anger uh, also can affect you, but sometimes that can come from various things. And sometimes that's not actually basically story. It's not really story. There's more things that could make you anger about it. Um, you know, probably there's a bug or definitely this age of online connectivity might fall. You might lose progress. We'll get more to that a little bit later though. Um, laughter, uh, of course you laughing at something, something that really makes you laugh, but it's visual. Uh, one of the things that makes me laugh, uh, anyone who's playing Luigi's Mansion 3, uh, this is not really such a spoiler, but, uh, it's in the beginning of the cutscene when the game starts, uh, you see Toad driving the bus, uh, to this hotel 
and it's one of the most funniest things because it's it's a visual gag that you gotta see, and it really makes you just laugh and everything like that. Uh, get me a competitive. You sometimes you start playing the game and you play with online people. You just kind of want to have fun, but something strikes you, uh, and you want to be competitive. You want to be like, oh, I want to give it my all and go in there and everything. Uh, so you know it could do different things to you. Uh, really kind of like affect you that way. Uh, stress, uh, you worried about something like if you're going to be able to beat this boss or you're going to really, uh, you got to do it over and stuff, or if you're not grind power up and everything, that could be kind of stressful. Like if you, sometimes you feel like if you're a person who is not prepared or anything, how do you handle the task at hand? Uh, and it might sometimes feel like too much. Um, sexual and arousal. Um, arousal is more like maybe the vibration of the controller at certain point. Or, you know, you see something visually appealing uh, that makes you feel aroused or something like that. Or sometimes it can be nothing at all. You can just really pick up a game, feel no kind of emotion, no kind of connection. Nothing, none of these uh, affect you, and you actually just play the game and just realize, hey, that was fun, and you move on with that. So, I mean, that's just a certain things kind of to look at. Uh, but we're gonna, I kind of talk about um, some of the three main things that sometimes a game can do, uh, or something that a lot of us kind of have recognized. So, we will talk about that when I come right back. <laughs> This first section is called Devil Mode. Things kind of make you feel angry, <laughs> like you want to cuss at the game, you want to sin, or you just want to do something that is going to just... that it, it frustrates you to the point that you really don't want to play the game and things like that. But, you know, this is one of the things that gays can do at times. So we're going to look at the first one. Uh, frustration from Challenge, Love Design, AI and online players. Uh, sometimes the difficulty of a game uh, when you are being challenged could seem unfair and that would anger people, especially if it's something that you can't skip a cutscene, you gotta redo it all over and over again. And you just be like, why is this so difficult? I've been working hard to get where I'm at. Why is it still challenging? Uh, and that could really just frustrate a lot of people. Love design, uh, definitely, like, you not finding, like, there may not be a map to tell you where to go and where you need to be at, where this, or, or stuff like that. you just like, what is this level design? Borderlands is a good example. Because sometimes, because of the world and how the map is, the thing on the map may show you one thing, uh... But when you go to there, you can't never find where that one thing was at. And it gets frustrating because sometimes you're searching for hours. You may end up searching for hours, for minutes. And you really just want to play the game and get through it. And it gets real frustrating with that. Uh, definitely if you're playing a platformer 
or if you're playing, even just like a secret dungeon in a role play game, sometimes the design could be a base and it's just upsetting. A lot of people get frustrated at some of the water dungeons in The Legend of Zelda. Some of them haven't gotten easier depending on uh, what you're doing, but you know, a lot of backtracking and a lot of trying to figure out where to go, that could get tedious and very frustrating to people. Of uh, the AI, uh, now, they're, depending on what level of difficulty that you put the game on, the AI can get frustrating. It can get cheaty. Uh, because you could be getting hit from different sides where you can't see the enemy or the bullets or their weapon of choice that are taking damage on you are taking more than you what you expected um, for it. And that could be even in a new game plus or something like that. So uh, sometimes the AI could get a bit challenging. That might upset a lot of people. Um, online players, definitely if you're dealing with someone who cheats a lot, uh, some of the disgusting things they, or derogatory things they say online to you, uh, just the burden of having, uh, let's just say, pay the win mechanics and stuff going on for them, even though you, you want, you just wish that they could pay, do stuff for skill. Uh, people who just drop out when they're losing a match and stuff, that could really upset a lot of people. It's just really anger. And sometimes people will blame uh, the developer because they're not, you feel like they're not doing anything. And you, you know, they, you can't report some behavior and stuff like that, but you wish that people who are skillful enough to play with you with skill be respectable be uh be respectable uh when you play them and stuff you, you kind of want to do that but not all people who do that are you know that type of person uh what it could end up happening is that you could de- uh throw or destroy your controller tv your game system uh it or even the game itself like we there are videos out there that people have thrown controllers at the tv and broke the tv or broke the controller itself uh they had to get the game out of their system and crushed it out of frustration um some people had taken their system and thrown it down and destroyed it and stuff and they're just like frustration for some people and anger for some people go to a new level where destruction comes into place and you know sometimes it's it shouldn't be the game's fault. Hopefully, it's not the game's fault. Uh, usually, it's just how people react, what, how they handle uh, negative things at times. You know, maybe it's different than what happens at the store versus what happened or something in a video game, making them angry. Uh, being negative to other players or viewers of your stream uh, is another one that, you know, Definitely for streamers who are just trying to, uh, who are trying to, uh, do something good. Sometimes they have the tendency to get out of pocket and, you know, they may be negative to other players while streaming and stuff, or, or sometimes they may be negative to the viewers. Um, and they can't go vice versa. Maybe so there are some viewers who are very negative to the streamer and very negative to other players uh, that they are watching and stuff. Maybe it might be a group. And, you know, sometimes it may be a fav- your favorite streamer and stuff. And so you would do... S- you would say or do some things to other streamers or whoever to, you know, not knock them off their game, but something that's just kind of like disrespectful to them. That doesn't give, uh, that doesn't represent, uh, that, that person's brand that you take fond of, I should say. So, you know, it, it, it gets crazy. Definitely in the, uh, uh, world of streaming, you know, a lot of, a lot of people say some crazy racist things when they get upset and they get mad. Uh, or they're playing against maybe people of different races and they're losing. Uh, and it, it could be because of skill that they could be losing. You know, sometimes if you see a streamer lose and stuff, you can always, as a viewer, be like, you'll get them next time. But to, the, to see the streamer that's being recorded say some things that shouldn't be said it really 
kind of frustrates a lot of people to be like, um, I don't want to be around this. And you can lose pe- people that way. Or sometimes maybe you might gain some people. Who knows? Um, last but not least, a long break or tie break reaction with no opinion from others come across the game. So this is dealing more with sometimes reviews, sometimes social media that you post something and you just get people attacking you out of frustration without kind of knowing who your personality or your character is, uh, or I should say, or and how you just view video games in general. And you might just uh, view them in a certain way that many others probably don't even think about or they don't connect. So uh, they will go on this long tirade, like, or, or like the for the reaction of responses, they'll go along, uh, rant or tirade. It's just react all kinds of activity, uh, be, or dis disagreement, I should say, uh, because you see something or you say something in a different light, or you review something, you like, you give all the information, but you know, some of the things you know may hinder the game to making loose points or whatever, and. It becomes upsetting, uh, in a sense. It definitely, if for people who who try to read a review and want to see what the score or the grade is and stuff, and they can't see it, uh, sometimes they'll jump on on things and be like, "We need some kind of definitive answer to this, of uh, to get it or not." Uh, so a dollar grade or even a dollar about is sufficient for this review. Uh, and a lot of people, I feel like, sometimes don't read the review. They skip down to uh, the grade and stuff and then maybe make a comment and stuff because of what it received without taking the time to read the review. Uh, even if you're going to watch the review, uh, people might try to skip part of it so they can see what it got. Uh, I start to... You know, I've been reading reviews. I've been writing reviews. Uh, I haven't did any videos of it, but I watch videos and I watch it from beginning to end. I read it from beginning to end because I want to know the full context of why, of uh, what they, what whatever they give it. Uh, you know, this kind of fit on why they gave it to them and stuff. It just comes from freelancers and professionals, uh, and just various people around the world, whether it's a podcast for video for a fish streaming or anything. Um, you kind of want to hear different points and stuff, and you can agree or not agree and things like that. You know, I I get looked at a certain way because of how I feel with Grand Theft Auto Five. Uh, but I have read a lot. I have played the game myself. I have uh, stated my opinion. I have written pieces about it and everything of that. And there's been some kind of react. There's been some reactions to me, which is kind of like really interesting. Because first of all, I'm thankful for anyone who reads my work or watch my work. I'm really, really thankful for that. Uh, to have that feedback, whether it's agreed or disagreement, uh, is always welcome. Uh, what I what I prefer is that people carry themselves in a more professional light. You know, of course, you have your true colors that can be shown and stuff, but it's always that response that kind of really give people the vibe that you are not a good person to speak to or vibe with, and everything like that. So uh, that's kind of like when people kind of get upset, you know, get frustrated, get anger, and things like that. So when I come back, we're going to talk a little bit about comedy and how games can make you laugh when I come back.
So let's have a laugh. Um, this is one thing that I do love about video games. Um, sometimes it's definitely the comedy that you you get throughout the game, or you uh, you literally just uh, you literally just engage it uh, with other people. Uh, so whether you're playing uh, a multiplayer game, something like Mario Party. Or if you're playing something uh, online with a friend like Gears of War or uh, in this case for some people, uh, WWE 2K20 and you see uh, a bug in that sense and everything. Uh, But uh, to dive more into it, uh, sometimes things that will make you laugh and make you feel good. Um, It's great writing or a cutscene. Like I mentioned earlier, uh, Toad driving the bus and everything like just that visual gag can always make you laugh or something something like that something sometimes is, is very wacky of uh, the writing like is psychonauts uh could make you laugh and everything or wario uh where uh and stuff like that just some great writing uh could always make you just what a guffuffle <laughs> in a sense uh but it's it's good when a game does that. Uh, the tone of the voice acting. So it might be a serious RPG, <laughs> and some of the reactions, the tone of the voice or the character, really might make you laugh. Uh, definitely, if you like, Dragon Quest Eight is always a good one. Uh, they all have like this British talk to them and stuff, and just to see the visual gag, <laughs> uh, and their voices when they do it, it's just like, okay, this is very Japanese with this British soul, and it's so funny, yet it's so good, uh, and everything, definitely, uh, when I think of Bayonetta too, uh, of Bayonetta and everything, just how, you know, she's very cheeky, and she's very, you know, sensual and sexy, but she's, like, kind of a deadly weapon, and sometimes it could be deadpan, and it could just literally be funny, like, it's it's so good, uh, Japanese versus American comedy, uh, there are some things between our cultures that we would get for comedy that the maybe another country wouldn't get. You know, a lot of Americans might not get Japanese company uh comedy if they haven't watched a lot of anime or T V shows and that nature and everything. Uh and a lot of Japanese might not get American comedy, vice versa, because of the subtitles and uh or the T V shows that they're watching and everything. Uh sometimes you have to study what makes it funny. Uh, in that country, and why when you actually do get the gag or you do get the joke, you kind of understand. Um, in video games, it's kind of universal in a sense. You understand why they're going for this gag, whether if you're into anime uh, and know your anime, or you just see like this is kind of wacky. You know, one of the big things that a lot of people kind of make fun of is anime girls with the big breasts and, and everything, where it's just like it's it's kind of it's funny in the sense that it's it's absurd, uh, like it's just so odd and crazy and wacky, like no woman is designed like that or should be designed like that where in Japanese uh, or not Japanese, in Japan it may be common to see something like that, maybe to sell a game or it's outlandish also about that uh, so the comedy and that, you know, comes from there. Uh, dead pair deliveries, uh, it's like like I said, stated earlier sometimes they could just have a tone and their face just look bad but their reply is like so dead and dry yet it's hilarious uh it 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 doesn't always work but it kind of depends on what game that you're playing if there's definitely an rpg and there's characters like that you might get the uh comedy in there uh but even there's some action games you might get the comedy sometimes from it but like sometimes deadpan delirious is just like oh wow and it, it, you know, it, it may be a good thing. Uh, multiplayer foolishness with friends and family. So I, I, 
when I mention Mario Party, it's like everybody get it together. Uh, you're doing mini games and, you know, you're trying to mess up the other player or you're working as a team and you try to, you get a little competitive, but it's all a good fun. Uh, sometimes it could be something that, uh, you're doing with a friend or someone online, you're trying to handle a boss or something, and something wacky happens, something crazy and odd happens. Uh, and, you know, just having all this kind of foolishness with your friends, definitely when you're talking or, you know, having it with your family uh, and stuff like that, it's always good to get a good laugh. And even if you come out winning or losing and stuff, you had a good time. The end result that that fun, you know, probably makes you feel better. You might have a stressful day. You may have days on your mind that worried you, but yet you kind of just like really got a chance to laugh. Really got a chance to just let go and escape and really have a great time. Uh, you know, I definitely did it with my friends and uh, wrestle uh, SmackDown. Like, I would go to my friend's house and we would play it, customize our characters. Or sometimes I would go get my customized character and one of my friends might have taken with it. And I was just like, what is this craziness? And I would keep it because I just think it's funny and everything. And we would just have such a fun time. Definitely Mario Kart Double Dash. I always come back to that because of all the battles that me and my friends had, you know, just trying to come in double one. Uh, one of my friends, he's a great sniper in, in first-person shooter games, and still to this day, he's very good in everything. And, you know, we always try to get him out the game first, but he always ends up killing us, and we just end up laughing and having a great time. Um, sometimes it can be a terrible game in the books that's in them. Uh, I mentioned WWE 2K20. Um, where it's just, it's ridiculous that you see in the bugs and it's making you laugh. And it, it sucks that you pay a lot of money for a game like that. And it got all of these bugs and, you know, you just see nowadays videos of, a, uh, back in the day, like if you got a bug in the game, you pretty much had to return the game or exchange it, or you were stuck with it, uh, because there was no way to fix it or anything. Um, and sometimes you might pick a game up that's just straight terrible that it, even though it's very cheap, it looks, it looks like it's a bad game. You get up and you, your expectations are way past being bad. That not only is it bad, that it's just unenjoyable and fun. And just to see somebody suffer do that or like on the stream or, you know, if you're doing it for a charity event, you gotta be like, "Oh my goodness!" It's just something that you can laugh at. Uh, I know a lot of people, uh, me and my boss man Corey Derrick, uh, we have a video where we're playing Super Mario Brothers three, and uh, th this doesn't have nothing with me having a turbo game or a bug in them, but I watch them. Uh, <laughs> just die and I'll bust out laughing and uh that's the kind of thing that you can actually see on stream that make people make people laugh like they might they may play a terrible game and stream it and be like oh my goodness these graphics and people just might end up laughing at it and things like that be like why are you playing this and stuff like that uh but you know sometimes that's where comedy comes from. It like it's not intentional or anything. It's just something that makes us react to it. Uh, last but not least, uh, triple A franchises with bugs in them. Uh, Fallout seventy six, um, you know, uh, Assassin's Creed Unity. Like when that came out, that had a lot of bugs. Uh, it, it's just like even sometimes a good triple A game. Doesn't seem to have things going on right for uh, I was playing Watch Dogs uh, 2 uh, when it first came out, and at one section I just fell to the ground and into the sea. Wasn't even near the ocean, just fell to the world and into the sea. And that happened a lot in a lot of Ubisoft games. And it was just like, I'm laughing, I'm taking a picture, I'm doing a video, and I'm showing this. It's just like, this is insane. This shouldn't be happening. This is a triple A game. 
why did they not check this and stuff like that? And it's kind of weird because we still see it. Uh, if, lately, uh, there was a bug in uh, uh, WWE 2K20 that you can't even, like, play any of the modes in the game. So the game becomes unplayable. Uh, I think they put a patch out and fixed it. But, like, this is it's already been three days at the time of this recording that uh, it's been 2020. And uh, that game has always been buggy since it got released, you know, just for the graphics and everything. And you people still don't understand why it's not, why it's not, you know, it doesn't feel fixed or anything. So it's really like a triple A game that's kind of lost at this time. So who knows if they if they would ever fix it or anything like that. But, you know, it's always good when a game could make you feel like you want to laugh or, you know, uh, it makes it makes you laugh because you're watching someone having a good time and, you know, you were having a good time with them or you, they're suffering and it makes you laugh. Uh, you know, when, uh, I, I kind of like just hope that uh, I get to see more streams of people just, you know, even though they're not winning, they're having fun. And that's what I love, that they're having fun. You know, I even have my moments and streams that I'm playing the game and I'm dying and messing up and stuff. And, you know, something goofy happens and everything. And it's good if, if it makes other people laugh and stuff. But it's always so encouraging when people be like, you'll get on next side and stuff like that. So uh, it's good when a game could do that, could make you laugh. Because I kind of feel like it makes you get your buddies work. So when we come back, we're going to be talking about our fears. And like kind of talking about some of the uh, horror games that kind of play a part in this when I come back. biggest things that a lot of people kind of fear when it comes to play uh, video games uh, is definitely the jump scares. Um, it's nothing kind of new, but, you know, just out of the blue, something happened uh, where it makes you want to put the controller down and never play the game. Maybe you end up deleting the game from your system or things like that, but jump scares from survival horror games it's very common. It's, it's nothing new, but when it really hits you and stuff, like it could it make it could make you cry. Uh, it could make you just like really terrified of things. And you know, uh, I like I mentioned at the top of the show that Resident Evil Seven on PSVR, you know, playing that game like takes you to a whole new experience even though it's not real and stuff. Sometimes people might feel like it's implanted in their brain uh, and so they have dreams of it and it's like it's it's like scaring them and everything. Uh, some people might even demand it, that stuff like that don't even be in their house or be in their, uh, their apartment or anything like that or they can't watch it because 
it does set the tour. Now, there are some some people who are brave enough to try a survival uh, survival horror game, uh, but they may need another person. And you know, where when they see the jump scares, you know, they might be acting like ah no. But I think if you die, play that part over and over and over when the jump scares come, you come you become less fearful. Uh, but that's not always the, the way things go. Uh, I I feel like when I play a survival horror game or I play a horror game, you know, I I I do my best to play it all the way through, uh, and be like, just endure what's going on, die, learn from it, come back, uh, and be like, okay, I know where it's coming, I know how to handle this, and then go in and handle it and everything. Again, you always feel good when you can conquer it, when you can move on and make progress. It's always good, like it. it it kind of makes you feel like you overcoming your fear of that game. So that's always a great thing. Uh, a lot of people fear permit thefts. And this is for a lot of people who play the Fire Emblem series. Permit deaths is like where you, when a character dies, you lose them forever. Uh, and, you know, of course, Nintendo has gotten away from that. But if you didn't place your, if you didn't, do the right strategy or think the right thing, uh, you could pretty much lose everybody in your party. And sometimes a game was saved after that and you had to deal with what was uh, what just happened and everything. Uh, I know Nintendo has kind of uh, been easy on that because like, even if you die, you can have a mode for permanent death if you still prefer to play that day, play that way, or you could die and that character could come back in the next chapter and stuff. Or if you lose all your characters, uh, you go back to that. You could try that fight again with everybody restored and back to normal to where you had them at. Uh, but if you do go to a game with permanent death. Uh, it could be stressful. It could be fearful because you do all you can to not lose anybody. And you kind of think that, you know, I know how the yin yang system works. So I got to make sure that this person is ready to do this. They tag up. I can move to there. This is the strategy. This is how we're going to go. Because you, you really want to do, you don't want to be doing a battle that's 45 plus some minutes over and over again. You really want to make progress. Uh, and permadeath kind of hindered you from doing that progress and everything. Uh, when you have to multitask in the game, so sometimes people can't handle multitasking because it's a lot of stuff to do. The focus is going on do three different things plus and you know it becomes fearful because you're doing so much you think that you might miss something or you might not accomplish all the tasks that is at hand uh so that could really be fearful in a lot of video games and stuff but even but what's good about video games is that sometimes they give you a chance to do things one by one you don't have to feel the pressure uh of it now if it's a time time but if it's like a time level uh, mission or task and stuff and you have to do it in a certain way it kind of gets like fearful because you got to do it you may have to do it over and over and you want to kind of do it right on the first try um, having to do something perfect to achieve a high score reward trophy or achievement that can really uh, stress some people out that could be fearful because you're like I'm, you may not be a, a person who's that skilled in doing something like that, but you really want to like really get that trophy, get that achievement. And if you got to do it perfect and stuff, it it could get really uh, stressful, really make you uh, give you some kind of anxiety, but really make you fearful because you fear that if you mess up you're not going to get that trophy you're the person you might be a person that i want to do it once and get that trophy when i do it once and everything so uh louis save losing save data progress due to crashes or power outages or anything like that uh and finding out the game bugs losing save data and progress is a big one and what did the fears come for buying back in the day Buy a third party uh, 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 cars where you have to save it and everything. Uh, definitely for me, I bought uh, memory cards. That's what it is. 
for me is definitely by the PlayStation, like a Sony one, uh, or by Nintendo. My GameCube, I had like eight memory cards of the black one, like of, of all of it, because I do. I I had a lot of games, and I was saving a lot of games and stuff, and I never wanted to you know, lose my save data. I always trusted Nintendo to deliver great products. Uh, some people decided to go cheap and go get a third party one, uh, but they will end up losing their price, uh, progress or the baby card would crash or it was just, it like, it just stopped working altogether. And it's just like, wow, wow, wow. Uh, one of the big fears definitely was Eternal uh, Darkness playing that, uh, you know, like the game kind of make you thought that it lost all your memory, but it was a sanity effect. And I actually got it. And I was just like, oh, no. I'm like, but I knew about it. So it was just like, it was really cool that they played that trick. But when you put work into a character and then turn on your system and see all that progress gone. Or if something happened with your sister and you got to go get it fixed and you lose all of that and you have to rework everything, especially if it's a long RPG and you haven't got a chance to fix it. Uh, I mean, not fix it, finish it and get all the trophies and stuff. You got to replay from the beginning and start all over. And I think a lot of people hate that. They don't want to start all over. Definitely if it's like cutscenes that you can't skip, uh, fights that took you forever to beat, uh, definitely, uh, for games that you're supposed to do, like, if you just get two more hits, you could beat them, and you get hit once by that enemy, or something affects you off screen that hits you, and kills you, and so you gotta do the whole fight over, and it's just like, ah, oh, no, you know, it, it's stuff like that, uh, it, like, that, that could really just stress you out, give you anxiety, make you upset, make you fearful, and things like of that nature, because you put in all of this work. And it's just like, ah, why, why, why? So, definitely send me a lot of save data and progress uh, due to crashes, or, like, if you're in a, if, and power outages is just out of control. If you're just playing the game and it's like auto saving and the power outage happens and stuff like that, it may corrupt your game, may corrupt your file, and so you gotta do over. Uh, all of that stuff, all of that stuff over. So it's good that if you are able to have a game that makes you allow you to save in a new spot in a new area, that you could do that. Uh, you know, so of case that auto save do get jacked up and you can't really use it, uh, you can go to a save that you barely did and it takes you and like kind of starts you off at that somewhat save point. And you go all there, so you still have your progress. But yeah, definitely back in the day, there are some games still today that that could affect your save data and progress. So when I come back, I'm going to talk about the last part and kind of like what to do when you encounter these things. Like, do you like what is the thing that you're supposed to do uh, when it does happen to you, or or you know, you're this type of gamer or uh, player uh, that these things happen to you. And I'll talk about that when I come right back.
So, what's to do when you encounter this? When you feel like um, you're afraid, or you're <laughs> having a good time, you're laughing, or you get like just upset and angered. Um, one of the things, definitely, everybody, uh, just know your limits. Know what you can do and handle in a game, and what you can't do because um, you, you kind of just you really want to take your time with the game. Know that you uh, want to do this next point. It's really have fun with it. If you know that you are, you get angry at games and stuff. Maybe if it is a game that you're looking forward to and it's making you you upset, put the controller down. Take some time away from it and just breathe. You know, that's always important to do because if you don't do it, you'll never, like, you'll just never understand what the game is about. You know, you'll just be upset. So, you know, kind of just know your limits and stuff. And if definitely if you got epilepsy, seizures and stuff, and things like that, really know what you can and you can't play and stuff. Uh, take some time to play a casual game, something laid back, uh, listen to some music, just like really relax and stuff. You know, take your time with the game. You don't have to beat it so quickly. You as long as you're living, that's how much time you have to play and be a gay. Uh, and be able to get past parts that might upset you and make you want to rage and stuff. If you're dealing with toxic, uh, toxic people online, just drop them. Just get out the game, find a new batch or find some friends, uh, set the time up and play with them. Just know that you don't have to deal with that behavior at all. Do be ported if it is bothering you and it's just affecting you and your friends and other people who are playing, uh, play. Just be portal and, you know, hopefully something will happen after that. Um, I mentioned have fun. Uh, for people who destroy <laughs> controllers, buy an extra controller. Buy two extra controllers. Spend the money to invest in some extra controllers. Uh, or like really just have an extra controller um, I have three Xbox controllers uh, I have a pro controller I have like some Playstation controllers and that doesn't represent me getting angry it's just in case of something happens uh, that I have another controller to play with and everything I'm not an angry guy or anything like that I, I kind of get frustrated or I kind of be like oh why why but I always learn to power through and take my time with it and everything and if it's getting kind of tedious and stuff I cut it off and be like I'm a, I'm a chill I'm gonna play something else and I'll come back to it and stuff like that uh, and that's why taking a break is very very important you really want to take a break because uh, and play something else because you, you really want to be able to focus on the game you really want to take your time with it and be able to beat it in your own time and really get something out of it because when a game can affect you in all of these matters and definitely if you're someone who feels like who did who this with anxiety who this with depression and like or maybe some kind of mental illness or or things like that you want to be able to have a game do something to you in a positive manner you don't want it to drag you down and be negative and stuff um you for some people you know video games bring comfort to it and you always want to and if you feel like a video game could do that and you know what kind of games do it sometimes go with that game and let it bring you comfort like let, let uh let it make you feel good and everything because you know games are meant to be there to have fun to take you to new worlds explore take you on these grand adventures make you think about some things and, and different things like that uh but, you know, main thing is to have fun with it. And, you know, it's not to make you angry. Uh, it's good when it makes you laugh. And if it does its job of making you feel fearful uh, because it's a survival horror game and it brings tension, but you ever able to under overcome that, then sometimes a game can do have done its job and stuff. And so you might get something out of it. So with that, everybody, I'm going to take one more break, and then we're going to get into some plugs, and I will be right back.
Sorry about that, everybody. Well, I guess I'm going to get into plugs right now. So I do apologize about that, everybody. Uh, so it's not going to be too much of a long show and everything. Uh, so you guys can find more of our content at uh, .com. Um You can also check out more optional opinion on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play, TuneIn, Spotify, and other podcast apps like iHeartRadio. You can check it out there. You can follow me on Twitter at that retro code. You guys can also email the show at my op two comments at yahoo.com. Hopefully that you guys will be able to check it out and stuff. Um, I will have a game of the year episode. Uh, so that will be coming soon. So please be ready for that. Uh, the third annual bunch of game awards. I said, uh, will be coming or it's the fourth one. I gotta go check. I'm sorry about that. Everybody. Uh, Definitely check out uh, Boss Rush Podcast or BossRushGames.com and on our YouTube page. You can follow us on Twitter at Boss underscore Rush underscore Games. You can check out our community, uh, the Boss Rush Games uh, fan community on Facebook. Uh, you can email BossRushGamesPro at gmail.com for shows like the Nintendo Power Block and Boss Rush Games, uh, Standard Definition, uh, 1v1, and more content that is coming from there uh like i said uh this is the new season for uh optional opinion i want to like once again i want to dare uh thank jared green i want to thank Corey Deering, all my guests for the beauty of video games thank you guys for coming on the show and uh having these discussions with me uh like i said i am kind of back everybody to give you guys a weekly episode i've been doing my best uh i do apologize for my tardiness and everything i know i said in other shows that i promised to give a lot of stuff uh but apparently i wasn't able to hold that due to uh, a lot of things a lot of sickness uh and, and things of that nature and everything so with that everybody i'm not going to in the show like I typically end it uh, but I will be back next week with another episode with that everybody have a great week have a great weekend and I will see you next time on Optional Opinion peace